five, four, three, two, and we are one. Here on Podcast Dark Gold Experience with Dark Gold. In this podcast episode, I want to talk about Tabiana Taylor and how the uh, official settlement, um, the verdict of whether the officers uh, should be charged for for our uh, for wrongdoing or not. Uh, so the uh, official. News has come out, and they are not being charged. The only officer that has been charged is for, I believe, it's called uh, uh, unwanted endangerment, I believe, which because he shot uh, the neighbor's house uh, during the shootout, and that's the only reason why he's being charged. Otherwise, the fact that these officers were shooting on the house where they were, uh, where they had the warrant to get in, because they were shooting them initially, they literally initiated the the fires that's the reason why they shot back anyways these people were only doing their job that is the reason why they were not charged or held accountable or taken in or arrested for abusing the power and of course according to blm anything that goes wrong in between uh, any kind of an altercation between an african american and the police it is considered uh i guess uh, abuse of power or unjust racist of course that's how much they have. It just what I realized is it's not even that, that they don't know this. They just know that the only way to get what they want is by lying. Just like the the Democrats are lying about everything. Like if you watch CNN, the, any liberal media, everything is a lie. Not a single thing that they say is true. Not a single one. Even if they literally show on, if the if in reality this mouse is black, they'll say nope, it's white. That's how fucked up it is. But anyways, so that makes sense that their minions, the BLM assholes, the Antifas, will follow the same rules and regulations and, and the same traits as their um, ancestors. And I'm saying that uh, jokingly. I mean, the their uh, liberal heads, like the Soros group, the uh, liberals in the government that are literally bought out by Soros, like Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, Garcetti, to name a few, you know. De Blasio, Kim Gardner from uh, St. Louis, uh, Missouri. Those assholes, you know? So anyways, so this one guy that was charged was charged for a D-class felony, which is just uh, time like five years, and then he can just uh, appeal and probably just get even shorter. But he wasn't charged for uh, Brianna Taylor's like directly shooting at the house, but he was charged for shooting the neighbor's house, which is literally like uh, totally illegal because you're not allowed to shoot the neighbor's house. That's... Uh, uncalled for and, and the charges like i said it's called uh unwanted endangerment meaning meaning they didn't want to be they were not wanted and they were uh, and their lives were in, endangered from the word that's the only thing that i could have um figured out but anyways that's the side point so let's just go to, to the uh, actual thing that happened so brianna taylor literally the warrant had her name in there as well because she was the owner right and the boyfriend's name was also on the warrant because the boyfriend was in that house, and I believe he was also registered. Don't fat, don't fat check me on that, but I believe, based on the sources that I follow and I read about, his name was also on the condo, meaning like, or whatever house it was, the she was in, whether it's a house, house or condo, it doesn't matter. So Brianna Taylor was literally uh, receiving drugs because the the boyfriend was a drug dealer, like a drug trade, like he was really involved in the drug trade. And I've been noticing that this is actually a very common thing lately. I have some customers that come here and they always talk about how they're doing, they're the runners for their boyfriends. They're like doing the whole, uh, they get things shipped to them. 
Of course, they tell me this, uh, assuming that I'm not going to report them, and I don't because I hardly know their first or last name. They just kind of, kind of just come and go, you know, just walking. But anyways, so they they literally brag about this. It's kind of a new thing. Like the boyfriends ask the girlfriends or the girlfriends' friends or even just like f buddies, you know, like friendly buddies, like benefit buddies. They ask their uh, girlfriend or the benefit buddies, the boy, the boyfriend, or even vice versa. I'm not sure. I mean, I'm sure. For them to actually like kind of do all the mailing and, and the shipping for them, the drugs and the receiving it, and then just they'll just come in and pick up the loot, you know, the, the drugs. So Brianna Taylor was doing that for the boyfriend, and that's how the cops knew about her address because they knew who was shipping that out too. So they're tracking the uh, originated the actual shipper, and the address was going to Brianna Taylor. So that okay, he's she's part of the crew, which is really obvious to know, you know. So she was technically an accomplice to it. She wasn't just sitting in her house or sleeping in her house. And the cop just came and just like literally like just literally blasted and sprayed the whole house, you know, with gunpowder. What they did was they came and even though they had a no-knock warrant, which meant that they didn't, they didn't even have to knock. They had the no-knock warrant, which was now being uh, criticized that uh, there should always be a knock warrant. And that's the reason why there's a shootout, you see? The cops were just so kind that they actually knocked and they said police just to make just to make sure that if they're not going to do anything stupid that they'll know to like actually not do anything stupid and they actually just uh, surrender, you know. Those cops were actually fools because they knew that these people were dangerous. So not fools, I mean like they were they were just so, they were they were too naive, you know, and they should have just not even knocked, just walked in there with with the uh, guns, guns blazing point. and just kind of had them surrender and just like, catch them, uh, you know, um, in the act. But instead they knocked. So when they knocked, these people knew that he's the police, even though the boyfriend claims that there was no one that said the police, and then that raises the question of that begs the question of why would he start shooting then through the windows if there was like no mention of a police obviously they heard the word police so they're like wow they're gonna come and get us and we're going to go to jail and we have guns probably like out just literally just laying there illegal ones of course not legal ones and registered so they start shooting back because they're like wait a minute this is like a life and death if we don't shoot back they'll come in and they'll take us down arrest us you know so they're claiming that they didn't hear the word police but definitely they did which is the reason why they actually started shooting and obviously, Brianna Taylor and the boyfriend were in the same house. She was not sleeping, like I mentioned. She was just in the corridor or in the uh, hallway, I believe, in the house. So when they started shooting, she was shot. Obviously, when you are in a house that is shooting at the police, you should kind of know that there's a really good chance that you might be shot too. If she wasn't in the house and she wasn't involved with these people, she would have never got, got shot. Same time, the police does not have a uh, wall, like a see-through wall camera guns that can actually see through walls and see who they're shooting. They just literally shoot back whoever is shooting at them so they can save their own lives. They're not going to just sit there and say, okay, let's just pick and choose who's the shooter and who's not. They'll literally shoot until the shooter is uh, taken down, you know? So the fact of them, the people, the BLM idiot, Antifa fucking idiots, blaming the police for the shootout, I'm like, dude, the boyfriend started shooting first, and I'm sure she was also involved in some way or form. Anyways, my point is, she was definitely part of the drug trade. She wasn't just like a super like naive person, obviously, because she was her address was being used. So even if she wasn't, she was taking profits from him, obviously, and that's 
considered being an accomplice, which really has the same charge. So if the boyfriend is uh, arrested for like second degree murder or anything, you know, assault, she's part of it because she's an accomplice. It's her house. That's the reason why her name was also on the warrant. And and uh, and on the news, the CNN, the fake MSNBCs, and all the and NBCs and ABCs, the bullshit CBSs, they they're t- they're telling us like, oh, her name was not even on on the uh, search warrant. She wasn't even uh, supposed to be shot. I'm like, really? So the cops are supposed to have like this, this uh, psychic powers and see who's there and, and who's not, and kind of like have like a mind, like a like a hive of like knowing what's going on and sit through walls, like Spider-Man, you know, senses, you know, really. That's in the cartoons, not in reality, people. Yeah, so the fact that uh, even like, Raw, I believe Paul Rond- Rondall, you know, the senator, um, I can't remember his, f- 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 I think it's like, it's Ron, Paul, wait, Paul Rond- Rondi or Ron Paul, you know, the guy that after the, the RNC. This guy literally was fighting to get uh, knock warrants, you know, in because he thought that the uh, no knock warrant was uh, the bad idea. And there you go. This is a, a very simple fact that knock warrants are not safe. That's the reason why police were given a no-knock warrant because they noticed statistically that if you knock on any door that is doing a drug trade, they're going to shoot you. So that's literally putting and endangering the lives of police officers every single time they're doing a raid or a bust. You know? That's the reason why no-knock warrant, I believe, is, is a smarter move because if they're not uh, literally planning a visit they can just that then they can be easily apprehended and if they have to shoot they'll think twice about it if the guns are blazed and pointed at their face you know yeah not blaze i guess i guess my word of blaze is uh, drawn that's what i think blaze but i don't really mean blaze like shooting them yeah just a record so you won't think that i'm trying to turn to um recommend that cops should just shoot everyone as soon as they walk in the doors no they should not they should make sure that they are in danger before they shoot, definitely. Okay. And the, by the way, the fact that the boyfriend was saying that the police de- never actually um, announced that they were the police at the door uh, after they knocked, it was bullshit because the neighbors that were shot at, the same neighbors heard that the police were there because they, they heard the police saying, uh, this is the police, we're coming in. The p- neighbors heard that and they actually came and gave a testimony. So there's uh, evidence that they did announce that they're the police. That is the reason why, obviously, shots were fired and initiated by the boyfriend. Because they knew that if the police came in, it was going to be game over and they were going to be taken down. The drugs were going to be confiscated. So they felt like if we shoot back and we kill the police, then we can just take off and like little cowards and just uh, ditch the crime, you know? That was the plan. So what they're trying to tell us with this uh, Brianna Taylor case is if you are a criminal, a drug trafficker, you know, uh, trap star that's, that, that's what they called that's what they called the slang name you should not ever be arrested for doing drug trafficking because if you're African American or a person of color you are allowed to do drug trafficking and the police should not bother you and they should just mind their own business that's literally what they're telling the public they tell the public that for the young people which most of the BLM and Antifa are young you know and the followers to just go and do violence and do drug trafficking which obviously involves violence every time that's the reason why Chicago is like full of violence over drugs uh, and everything and Baltimore Maryland they're literally encouraging people to be in the drug business knowing that if you're black you will probably not even have to pay uh, any kind of a fine or, or price because if you are arrested or killed or one of your people are killed during a raid or during a bust then we can make so much noise that your all your charges will be dropped and if you're police, 
that you should never, ever, ever shoot any drug dealer or a bust or a raid because uh, then you might be held accountable or your house might be burned down. You might face charges for doing your job simply, you know, for simply doing your job. They're literally discouraging police officers to shoot when they're shot at, which is literally common sense, self-defense. And second, they're trying to encourage the young people to be in these wrong uh, businesses like drug trafficking because it's not really going to cost them anything because if they do get involved in these drug trafficking trades and everything and getting drugs shipped to them, they have nothing to worry about because the police will not be allowed to uh, do a raid next time. That's what they're trying to push for with the whole defunding of the police because they want the country to go through chaos so then everything is burned down. So then they can just come out and say, hey, we're now uh, just rolling the socialism and, and communism and the BLM got to go. They'll even like uh, arrest their own or they might even hire them as the new police with their guns like the brown shirts in um, Hitler times, like Nazi times in 1933, you know? They might even do that and say, hey, cops are gone. We're the new police. And if you don't like uh, what, what you see, then sorry, but this is the new America. If you don't like it, leave. That is their plan. That is their grand plan. And that's what they're trying to do, guys. It's really sad because the cops didn't do anything wrong here. And today at 5 o'clock, they're actually already starting in Hollywood on Sunset and Vine. The 5 p.m. was the meetup. I read it in a post. I was actually um, informed about it by my friend that they're planning a march for uh, Brianna Taylor's uh, wrongful death. Like, how is it wrongful if she was in the midst of the whole thing and she was part of the drug traffic because she was receiving drugs? Her address was, the house was under her name. She was receiving drugs. Not just now, but for the last year or, or even more maybe. In the past, they found a dead body in a rental car. And so when she went to get uh, her, uh, uh, like, rent a car, she literally put a body in there and then just claimed and told the uh, budget guys or hers, I, I forget which uh, rental it was, that she found a body in her in her car and it was in hers. Like, so she has a record with the police for that. So she's not like an angel, like, you know? Just that, it's just that she has not been caught for drug trafficking before, so they're, they're treating her like an angel. But the fact that she was receiving drugs, shipments, to her house, which is very common these days, it's kind of a new thing. The girls are kind of being used as mules to ship stuff to their own address that has not been on the radar. Of course, it, they get flagged eventually, but that's a new gig. So just because she didn't actually have any priors for drug trafficking, it doesn't mean that she wasn't innocent and she was just sleeping in her house and the police just decided to just walk in and just go to her bedroom and say, hey, you're black, I'm gonna shoot you. That did, that did not happen at all. The boyfriend shot first. If the boyfriend really cared about her, she, he wouldn't shoot knowing that she was in the house and she could have been shot. You know? So so blame this on the boyfriend for being selfish and putting her life on the line instead of his. And that's about it, guys. I just want to just put out there this podcast that the cops didn't do anything wrong. They're just being wrongfully accused again. And this whole thing is about defending the police and the election is right around the corner. So they're trying to, again, destroy more uh, states just so that they'll kind of distract the, the public and put fear in them so that p the public will not vote for Trump, so that the, 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 so that the public will kind of assume, even though uh, Americans are now getting, getting, I mean, they're now, the jig is up, they're kind of figuring out that this whole thing is aimed at Trump and the election until like November 4th, when everything is done, then they'll stop writing. But then again, when Trump is elected by a landslide, they're going to continue like writing.
But they're doing it just so that people will not go outside and vote and, and that or they'll just uh, vote for Joe Biden, um, assuming that uh, Donald Trump is not doing a job, even though he has not no connection with any of these crimes, because these are done by the state mayors and the governors. They're the ones that are allowing these crimes to spread, like Portland and Seattle and New York, to name a few. It is not Trump's fault or his jurisdiction to control these crimes. These crimes are to are up to the mayors and the governors of that state and the city officials and the police. But if the police are defunded in this uh, democratic-run states, then it is not Trump's fault that these are happening, you know, that this is happening. And he offered federal troops like the National Guard, DHS, Homeland Security to come in and actually stop the crime, you know, stop this crazy chaos. But they have not allowed them. Like Portland is still going crazy. It's like 120-something 120 days now or more 115 I don't even know it was 100 days like in August so it's probably 120 by now so these people that really want the violence to continue because that's the one way of telling people you look how US is going down under Donald Trump which is bullshit because before the COVID-19 and before the set up fake George Floyd which is super OD he was in the, the police fault again uh, the country was doing better than ever before in the history of the United States of America. And that is the reason why we know that this whole thing is a trigger. It's an instigator. They're instigating these new things, these new crimes, these new uh, wrongful deaths. Bullshit. Like, totally bullshit. Without any merit or evidence. Just so they can uh, promote more violence until the election day. So, so the American people will be afraid of how this can continue if Trump is elected and to vote otherwise. But they're not going to do so because they know that Trump is the only savior, kind of like Jesus Christ, to actually put an end to these crimes. Because if Joe Biden is in, he will just promote these crimes and say, burn everything down and you will have my full backing. Yeah, there's no why uh, we should not, as Americans, uh, give in to this bullshit, this fucking ridiculous uh, notion that if Joe Biden wins, everything is going to stop, you know? Nothing is going to actually stop. Nothing. Like, when if... If Joe Biden wins, even though that's not possible, it's going to get worse. The reason why, because now they have someone that is uh, like literally just uh, giving them the full pardon for any crime that they do. And just like uh, Kamala Harris said, hey, um, we are with you guys. This is a movement and it's not going to stop now and it shouldn't stop now. What she was saying was, we are with you guys. And if you want to break and burn the entire country down, we are with you guys. So it's cool. Just do what you gotta do. Make sure that you you uh, let us know. That's the reason why. Why do you think they're only doing it in the uh, liberal states? Because they have the governors liberal. They have the mayors that are liberal. They have liberal mayors and, and governors who are super ready to say, hey, we are going to just pardon everything out. And the, the DA is bought out, obviously, because the governor overrides the DA in a state. That's why good thing we have DOJ. We have William Barr who uh, overrides everything. So if he really wants to press anything, he can. On a federal level. My point being is that um, we should just know that this whole thing is just to trigger more riots. That's what's going to happen. So my thing is let's team up as one nation. As one as nation. One. As team one. And fight against these punks. These assholes. These weak assholes that literally assume that they have rights over us. That they have power. Literally. Like they literally have now. I can totally say this actually. It sounds like. They have now the uh, the black privilege because, and I'm not trying to be racist. I'm just saying what I see on videos and in the riots and protests. They can literally do all this crime, and they're still calling them a peaceful protest. So that literally tells us, the American people, 
that now, even though there's never a racism in our country, there's never a systemic racism, but now there's a black privilege. So if you're black and you commit crime, that just uh, you're just doing a demonstration to show the white people or any color or nationality, even if you're Caucasian and you're from Europe, you're, you've never been in America before in the past to even do any kind of crime because you're not even alive, even if you are, are American. So all the Caucasians now have no privileges and the African-Americans now have all the privilege to destroy and commit crime, even kill, death, murder, rape. And they'll be pardoned because they have the right, because they've been tortured so long by the white supremacy, which now all of the white people are, even though they have no correlation and their hearts are full, are, are, are full of love and they have so many black friends. But now because your color is white, you're automatically considered a danger to the black community and to America. So you must be punished by any means necessary and you'll be pardoned as long as you're black. That's what they're telling us the news. So that's pretty much very sad, guys. I just want to just uh, put out there. I just added a few extra things that I just feel like it should be spoken of because no one has the guts or the boss to speak about this. But I do. I don't give a fuck. As you probably know, I am who I am, and I have my second amendment to uh, make sure that it is in full effect if I'm faced with one of these fucking assholes, no matter what your color is. If you are terrorizing someone's life and they're not terrorizing yours, I have the right to protect them as a good Samaritan, and I will practice my full second amendment, and you'll see that if I'm in there anywhere close by that this is happening, you'll see me and my privilege to use my second amendment as a white not even white, actually. I was I was not even born here. But as an American, not white, not black, not purple, not pink, but as a patriot that is there to help his own patriots that are trying to just be law-abiding citizens and just uh, loving people. And when I say, guys, I just, I just want to remind you to be smart and vote for Donald J. Trump because he is the only person standing between us and the evil rioters and Antifa and the BLM and the Marxist group that are trained to break our country apart little by little, one by one, state by state, city by city, race by race, and divide us and then conquer us with their new socialist communist movement. That is the reason why Donald J. Trump must be appointed into the office again by our votes for four more years because he's the only guy that can actually make sure that our cities and states and our guns stay with us and we are there safe and sound with security and prosperity and justice for all. And what I say, guys, I'll see you on the next one. Much love. And that's a wrap.